Musicians Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers, and Lucy Dacus all have big solo careers. But they joined forces a few years back on a joint project. And it's clear from the moment we said hi that they're in sync. Hello. Hi. (laughs) As a band, they call themselves Boy Genius. And in 2018, they released their first music together. Just six songs, including this one called Me and My Dog. We had a great day Even though we forgot to eat And you had a bad dream Most of the indie rock world has been begging for more ever since. And now this supergroup is back with a full-length record they call The Record. And I was hoping we could actually start with the supergroup moniker. What do you guys think of that title? Do you like it? Uh, do you hate it? I like it better than side project. It's just like yeah. a side project is alluding to the idea that you like care about it less than your solo work, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah, like I feel like side projects are like when a person from a already successful band wants to like do something obscure or a little bit more esoteric and make like. Something less Dub jams for a little while. (laughs) Well, that's what I couldn't tell. Like, does Supergroup trivialize it or does it not trivialize? Because this this music is obviously an amazing album. I was going back and forth on that. I think it only trivializes it because contextually there aren't very many cool Supergroups. Like, I think there are some great ones, but you need the context of the people's solo work for it to be cool. You know, there aren't a lot of supergroups that are greater than the sum of their parts, I don't think, and I think we're the tightest, so. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, let's get into the record a little bit. One of the themes that I hear a lot as I've listened to this record is digging into intimacy. I want to listen to a little bit of the song, Emily, I'm Sorry. I feel like that lyric, I can feel myself becoming someone only you could want, really plays on this kind of two sides of intimacy. It's obviously really nice to be close to somebody, but it can sort of shine a light on the parts of you that maybe you don't love. Phoebe, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's like clearly self-deprecating, but it's also a dig at the other person. Mm. I always thought that that line is the essential context for the chorus because it's like the person convinced you of the lie. Yeah. It's like when you're feeling like, oh, actually, you are the only person and that's why you're like, Uh I'm sorry. Yeah. Because it's like, you're my one chance at being loved, which is what toxic people want you to believe. Mm -hmm. Or I've had that experience where someone's like, this is the best you're going to get. Or like this is... uh, No one's going to love you like I do. Yeah. Because no one else sees how despicable you are. (laughs) Yeah. Because they try, they're like, no one else sees the real you, and if other people saw the real you, they wouldn't love yeah. you. Well, let me transition that to play the top of $20, and I want to talk about that a little bit. It's a It's 
been said before, but I feel like that top line of like, it's a bad idea and I'm all about it, can encompass so much of your music, Julian, in terms of just like trying to understand some like self-destructive tendencies. And I wonder, why are you all about it? And then B, uh, why do you like writing all about it? Why am I all about it? What's more fun than pressing the button that says, don't press this button? And, uh, what is it about me? Uh, that's been my perpetual struggle since I was like five years old of trying to not be that guy. And I guess trying to interrogate what is it within myself that's looking for a more sensational, extreme feeling than what would be like a healthier and more stable practice. And like, how do I arrive at that? I just wrote that part and that riff and then sent it to them. And then Phoebe and Lucy extrapolated it into like a whole entire story and setting. I want to live in that world, the world that you build, which is just like shows how effective it is. I want to turn to you, Lucy, and talk about this awesome short song called Leonard Cohen on the album that opens with this kind of vignette. Can you just tell the story of the opening of, of Leonard Cohen? Yeah, so after our first writing trip together in April of 2021, mm-hmm. we were in, I keep calling it upstate California, northern California, <laughs> and driving back to LA and um, Phoebe was like, oh my god, have y'all not heard The Trapeze Swinger by Iron and Wine? She got on the interstate in the wrong way and I noticed part way through the song, but she was so serious. She was like, y'all need to shut up and listen to this. And so it was not going to be okay to interrupt the moment. It's like a 10 minute song or maybe more. And then Julian and I were like, that was awesome. Um, you're going to have to turn around, though. <laughs> I saw um, it happening. You, like, miss, miss the exit, right? It, it's just funny to me that if anybody interrogates that lyric, the only way that it happened is if you're in a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, no, no, no missed exit would add an hour. An hour. Mm. The giant iPad was screaming at us to turn around, and I wasn't. <laughs> I was talking to our great critic at NPR Music, Marissa LaRusso, And I was just asking her what she thought about the album, what her thoughts were. And she was saying one of the things she loved so much about this record is that how many of your great songs and moments are about friendship and viewing friendship as a love that's like worth writing about. Can you talk about that a little bit about why that's something worth writing about? I just had a realization that we're doing the historically close friends Thing. Yes. Like, you know, we how, are like, like people people don't say lesbian, they just say like just being historically close friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, like friendship is something that I think about a lot. Like, I don't know, my life is defined by my friends. It's the thing that my life is. And I feel like there's maybe some good media about friendships, but not a ton. And it's like romance also has like typical touchstones, whereas, like, every friendship is so unique. I I kind of feel like there's even more there to play with, so why aren't people doing it? Like, it doesn't feel like a hack subject. The way that I, I've been writing a lot of love songs recently, and I feel myself being like, ugh, this is, like, overplayed, or, like, this isn't profound in the slightest, but I can pick any one of my friends and write something that is just completely unique to them. I want to go to another song real quick. The song Not Strong Enough, which culminates in this really powerful refrain. 
I'm getting some like I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier vibe. That's literally what that, I said. It's on uh, yeah. The I was like, playlist. I was like, God, that it just feels so good to be this doing this like looping refrain that becomes a group vocal, and I've never done that. And then Lou is like, I have something that would fit. That is the rock talk of how that happened. I want to ask about one of the other moments I really loved on the album was at the end when you reference the Me and My Dog melody from the first EP, Full Disclosure Got Some Chills. How did you decide to do that? I love, I do love when musicians kind of allude back to their previous music. How did that moment come to be? Well, I just started writing a song that I was like, God, I have to stop writing this. It's just exactly Me and My Dog. And then I was like, wait. I am making a Boy Genius album. What if it was just, I have a problem with that, like just kind of not being done writing a song. And like once you crack the code of phonetically and rhythmically how to write in a song's world, once I'm done is when I'm the best at it. And Mm -hmm. that sucks. Mm -hmm. So to to be able to write a sequel song, it was so magical. And then... Lucy suggested, because I was like, I'm feeling like this, and I'm feeling like this, and I'm feeling like this, and Lucy was like, what if you just say I want to be happy? And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the saddest thing Phoebe's ever said. I think. And you get through the entire record before you realize we're referencing anything we've done or any similar ideas even. Mm-hmm. I was like really excited for people to be like, wait, what? what's is it about to be, it is about to be that. <laughs> Obviously, it sounds like you guys are having a lot of fun writing these songs and playing them. There was a lot of anticipation post the EP about whether there would be a full length. And then here it is. Are you guys planning on doing another one or what's the plan for the band going forward? I feel like it's hard to answer that question because we're so excited about having done this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know? so yeah, there's it's no like, plan because yeah. like all of the because we're living we're in it about this right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. That's true. But we, we did say like we're going to give this year to each other. You know, like we all have our own things. And so carving out a whole year is a lot. And yeah. like I think that's part of people's interaction with the band is like extreme presence and gratitude, which is what we also have. Like we're all on the same page that this is a unexpected treat from life <laughs> yeah and that yeah. yeah i think that's part of why it's it's good to feel present but it feels good. boy genius are julian baker bb bridgers and lucy dacus their new album the record is out this week thanks so much for talking today yeah thanks no for problem talking. thanks so for enjoying us love you love Mwah. you <laughs> <laughs> 